0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today. With Gillian Devlin, in for Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: Now, dog attacks have been in the news in recent times. We know that there was a particularly horrific uh, attack on a young child in the southeast of the country going back a while ago. But we've also had a uh, Sean Lavery from the I of A has been on this very program talking about uh, dog attacks on livestock as well. And then it seems to be that a lot of dogs are not being kept under control. But what do you do if you are victim of uh, an attack by a vicious dog. It can be a very frightening experience and sometimes people don't know exactly what's the best way to react if they're confronted even by an aggressive dog. Is there a way of avoiding it ever turning into an attack? Well, Donal Ryan of City Vet Limerick is on the line this morning to share his experience. Good morning to you, Donal. Hello. Do we have Donal on the line? One second now. There we are. Good morning, Donal.
0: Good morning, Gillian. How are you?
1: I'm not too bad now, and yourself? Good, good. So, of course, this is something that should really, in theory, never happen um, because, for a start, certain breeds of dogs are supposed to be muzzled. Uh, All dogs are supposed to be under the control of their owner at all times. So people shouldn't be attacked by dogs, but it does happen. So what should somebody do if they come across an aggressive dog? Well, I
0: suppose... be careful, no matter where you are, or with any or with any dog, because you know traditionally, yappy Jack Russell type dogs were probably the more or most aggressive dog. There was a time when cocker spaniels were considered by vets to be one of the most dangerous dogs you could deal with, and yes, both those dogs I would consider fairly innocuous by today's standard. Um, I, I suppose. If if you're if if you're going near any dog, probably the, the, that's a mistake or, or a dog you don't know. It, it's it's to make sure you don't. Um the situation you were kind of describing, if you suddenly get confronted with a large dog, it's it's certainly to back away. There is an, advent, an advantage of turning heel and running like mad because you get away quicker. But unfortunately, a very aggressive dog could chase you and pull you down. So it's a very, if it's a very difficult situation, just backing away but keep facing the dog. If you can get a weapon or anything to protect yourself, um, do. But, but it's, I suppose it's not to be in the situation. in the first place, I suppose, is, is, is you know, it can be in, that might be appropriate for every situation, but it's to try to avoid it.
1: And is there anything that triggers dogs?
0: Um, well, well, they're territorial. Are potentially aggressive. Certain breeds of dogs um, are much, much more territorially aggressive. Um, certainly, if the, if they're, they're protecting maybe a, a, a bitch in season or their property, they can be that bit extra aggressive. And some people want dogs to be aggressive. You know, if you've got private property and you, you, you are, have a security issue. Uh, having a big dog around that may or may not be actually aggressive, but certainly can be off-putting to people who might want to search your property when you're not there. That's certainly, you know, the, the notion of a guard dog is very common. And big dogs are, are certainly more, will, will put people off versus a small dog. So you could you could find yourself in a circumstances where this, the, the dog, big dog is barking at you and being threatening so, so I suppose where I see sometimes people, um, and people approaching other people's dogs and, and rubbing them. Um, I, I recall down in Kilkeye a few years ago seeing a, a dog tied up outside a shop and, and, a, and a father was walking his toddler child up to the dog. And, and I was amazed because, you know, first of all, mind your own business, but secondly, bringing a child to a dog that you don't know isn't,
1: isn't wise and you know that's a tough one right because I agree with you however sometimes I think parents use other people's dogs to kind of assuage their child's the child might have a little bit of apprehension and they're trying yes, to prove yeah. to, to the child Look, in general most dogs are absolutely fine yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know there's no risk um, and if you tell a child don't touch dogs might it kind of almost encourage a fear of dogs
0: that there's no doubt if uh, I can remember a circum- circumstances where um, a member of my family lifted up his child and said, r- reminded the two or three year old or the three year old, I suppose, that he was afraid of dogs, and, and, and you know that's that's reinforcing any child's anxiety about animals. When when um, y- y- you know, it, 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 you probably should understate those issues with with, with, with dogs. Because um, most, as you point out, most dogs are fine. It can be unusual sets of circumstances or the tragic circumstances down in Wexford where that dog wasn't mm. come and possibly had not been trained or could have been trained to be aggressive. Uh, and that's a, There is a, a somewhat of a fashion for people to, to uh, have a, a macho-type dog that might be more aggressive um, or aggressive towards people or, or certainly domineering or dominant and that's a feature of dog behavior. They are pack animals. So if they're in a family situation, they can learn to dominate members of a household. And um, they can be threatening or dangerous in that set of circumstances. Or visitors to the household or the perception of threat. That's instinctive in them. And that's what they will do if the circumstances are, I suppose, right for them, wrong for the. The visitor to
1: the house or the neighbour or whatever. There's um, a cartoon here that I was given with this that's kind of showing a few um, examples of how somebody should behave if they're attacked by uh, a dog and the, the fifth picture in the strip of cartoons is kind of a little bit worrying. It says, if biting is unavoidable, offering a forearm leaves three limbs free to attack the dog and protects your face and stomach now I have to say I've seen that kind of image before on TV where you had um, you know you might have uh, American police training their dogs and you see them and they're well wrapped up and protected and they put the arm out for the dog to attack is that a good idea though?
0: Um, I I certainly wouldn't like to be in that situation Gillian because you know if the dog has a hold of you he can drag you anywhere and, you know, if you could, in that cartoon, there's a big, it's quite a sizable dog, roughly the size of a German Shepherd. Once they get hold of you, they have control. But if you're backed up into a corner, and, um, with a dog like that, you're, you're you know, that image, you're certainly in trouble no matter what you do. Um, I suppose a weapon of some sort, um, is, is, uh, is beneficial. Um, uh, that the, the situation you're talking about where, these men dressed up like Michelin man. the dog is trained to attack on command, so the handler will say, you know, give the instruction, and the, the dog will bite that, or attack that person, pull them to the ground, and then when the handler says stop, the dog should be so well trained to stop. Um, but in, in, a, in a sort of a wild dog situation, um, you, you won't have that break, because the animals' I suppose hormones and his fear will be uh excited and and they won't stop until they're until they're um finished the job, I suppose if to that sort of a nasty attack.
1: do you think we were a bit complacent as a society sometimes about like the dangers that dogs can present because we've all heard as well of even horror stories where you know the family dog suddenly went nuts and attacked yeah. a small toddler yeah. or a child Yeah. Infant.
0: Well, there was this very sad case in Waterford sometime last year where there was a, I think it was a family occasion, may have been a baptism, but a dog went upstairs and killed a child in the bedroom, an infant. I don't know if you can recall that, but that's horrendous and a shocking experience for any family. um, Could you argue it was preventable? Maybe, well, not knowing the circumstances, I can't, but I can imagine the circumstances where the dog was out in the backyard instead of, in the house. But that can happen because people, a lot of owners, can often interpret threatening behaviour as a bit of a laugh or a bit of fun. Uh, he'd never, he'd never, the dog, he or she would never do anything bad um, and, and be naive to us, particularly people who have no experience, who haven't grown up with dogs or don't come from a, a culture of knowing animals. They can often have a, a, a race. um how would I would say rosy eyes or, or, or starry-eyed view of of of, of animals. Well, and, yeah,
1: now obviously we don't know in, in that particular circumstance yeah, yeah. in that one, but in general, yeah. um, do we need Mr. stricter stricter to... rules um, in terms of our do- protecting the dogs? Um,
0: well, well, there are t- proposals to, to to introduce new controls. I suppose one of the bigger issues is that educating the public to their responsibilities is is is, is it, there seems to be a, a gap in that zone. Um, I was in a, somewhere yesterday with um, a, 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 a guy who was walking his Rottweiler dog using a harness and with no muzzle on the dog. Now, again, was the dog harmless or not? I don't know, but that they, that owner was breaking the law. Um, and uh, certainly from a, from a resource point of view, uh, it's, it's very difficult for the dog wardens to... Yeah. At least everything like that, or the guards for that matter and and um maybe the sanctions need to be changed um but but it's it's um it's very very difficult to change human behavior and that also Accru- uh, you know, like is, is the, when the amount of dog soiling and the footpaths, etc. Oh, sure. Look, yeah, It's yeah. one of the
1: most popular topics on this yeah. show. Whenever oh, oh, we discussed yeah. it, and it was discussed not so long ago as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. the dog soiling. And um, yeah, well, obviously that's one thing. And um, the, the the dog fouling and issue you have to deal with. Yeah, it, but dog yeah. attacks are on a different level oh, when it comes to the seriousness. Oh, 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 and uh, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, too, But but it's it's the I suppose I'm referring that to owner's sense of responsibility yeah. to the general community and that crosses over to a much more serious thing when you've got potentially dangerous animals not being controlled not even being trained uh you, you have to ask questions about uh maybe the number of dogs or the, or the size of the dogs that people might have in a, in a place where there's limited limited space And again, I don't know that, I don't believe that's covered in any legislation. Um, It's, you know, that, that, um, you know, how people are are managing their animals from a humane point of view, just simply having adequate space, adequate exercise for an animal uh, and the numbers of animals in a given place. That's a contributory factor, uh, Gillian, to... to, um, i say poor training and poor control yeah. of the darks. And how aggressive they might be. Yeah. I guess they may be, yeah. Yep,
1: yeah. yeah. very interesting. Donald yeah. Ryan of City Vet Limerick, thanks as always for joining us on Limerick today this my, morning.
0: My pleasure, and thank you, Gillian. Thank you. Your views, your news, your
1: Limerick today. With Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95.